I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. How intense will Metro's fair evasion campaign be? I'm John Aaron. A 19th century Chesapeake-style ship is decked at Old Town Alexandria's Harbor. I'm Luke Luker. Thanks for listening tonight in Washington. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The holidays are expected to take a bigger financial toll on Americans this year than last. CBS's Michael George has the story. For the last two years, New Yorker Kelly Ryder and her family did a scaled-back Halloween because of the pandemic, but not this year. Really going big. We're doing a lot of different neighborhood festivals. The kids are all going to get dressed up. We're doing trick-or-treating, the whole nine yards. There's just one problem. Due to inflation, prices are higher this year, from costumes to decorations. Even candy is up about 13%. Everything is more expensive. But still worth doing? Yeah, of course, of course. Michael George, CBS News, New York. Vice President Kamala Harris says any effort to pass reproductive rights legislation in Congress will require voters to put more Democrats in Washington. It is also a fact that we need two more United States senators who agree with that in order for the president to be able to do that. The vice president speaking at a forum in Minneapolis. The January 6th committee has subpoenaed former President Trump to testify about his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. CBS's Scott McFarlane with the latest. In the letter accompanying the subpoena, they write the evidence demonstrates that you knew this activity was illegal and unconstitutional and also knew that your assertions of fraud were false. No word yet on whether the former president will comply. Russian airstrikes continue to take out Ukraine's power infrastructure Structure. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides reports. In the capital, Kiev, restaurant diners ate by candlelight during a power outage. Now a fact of life across Ukraine. President Vladimir Zelensky warns Russia could be planning to blow up a dam at a major hydroelectric power plant that could cause devastating floods in southern Ukraine, including the city of Ersan. Under pressure from local authorities, thousands in the now Russian-occupied city swarmed its ports this week to evacuate. Ukraine troops are expected to soon advance. Ukrainian authorities say an estimated one-third of the country is without power. Cracking down on violence in the New York City subways, here's Mayor Eric Adams. More uniform officers on the trains and the platform, omnipresence. People have stated over and over again they feel better and safer when that uniform officer is there. Other steps will include more cameras on subway cars and treatment for homeless people in the subways who suffer from severe mental illness. Two employees at Methodist Dallas Medical Center have been shot and killed. Hospital officials say the male suspect was shot and wounded by police. The victims not immediately identified. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's 9.03. It's Saturday, the 22nd day of October, 2022. 59 degrees outside, down to the 40s overnight. Burr. Good Saturday evening. I'm Dell Walters. The top local stories we're following for you at this hour... A Fairfax County school leader is apologizing, caught on a hot mic using a slur about what people 
what they say about people with intellectual disabilities. This happened during a school board meeting Thursday. In a video of the meeting, at-large board member Karen Keyes-Gamara is heard using the offensive word as an audience member tries to address the board. The county's parents association says the school sent out a letter calling the use of the word unacceptable under any circumstances. Keyes-Gamara since posted an apology online, says she was frustrated, wanted the board to allow a parent to finish her point, and that she hopes the community can find a way to forgive her lapse. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Is there a serious groper in Leesburg. One woman says she was groped by a man at a Target there. Authorities believe the same man committed similar offenses at other area Target stores. Leesburg police say it happened Wednesday evening at the Target on Edwards Ferry Road. They say he approached the woman holding a clipboard and then groped her. She, he was wearing a white dress shirt, white pants, a gray denim jacket, and black sneakers driving a white Dodge Caravan. A man poured what might have been urine on a woman at McPherson Square. It happened early Friday morning. Jack Rutman says he was walking to work and saw it all. Grabbed her by the back of the dress and dumped a gallon of, I presume, his own urine uh, violently on top of her. Rutman tells NBC4 he has never seen anything like it. It was truly shocking and disgusting. He says he called 911 from a safe distance because he didn't know if the man was armed. 55-year-old James Walker Jr. has now been arrested and charged with simple assault. A member of the Prince George's County Council has resigned in a statement from the council chair. Todd Turner, they say, resigned today. He was first elected to represent District 4 in 2014. He was recently tapped to be the executive director for the Office of Ethics and Res Accountability. Some of the council expressed concerns that he was tapped for the job, saying he might be too closely aligned with the county executive. Metro is looking at a campaign to target fare evaders, something that frustrates the payers who riders who pay and causes Metro to lose money. It'll rely heavily on warnings. We're not going to be having our, our trans police officers trying to arrest a 12-year-old because the 12-year-old should be, quite frankly, riding free already. Through a program for D.C. students, Metro GM Randy Clark also offered other hints that the fair evasion campaign will not be a harsh one. We are trying as hard as we can to find the Goldilocks middle here of reducing fare evasion at the same time, educating and getting people to respect the community transit system. A system-wide warning campaign began earlier this month and stepped-up enforcement is set to begin next month. John Aaron, WTOP News. The pride of Baltimore docked in Old Town Alexandria, one of the last stops before the end of its touring season. It's a chance to not only learn about Chesapeake-style ships that sailed during the War of 1812, but also live it. Learn a little bit about the history of the boats that helped build our country. That's first mate Siobhan Innes. She has sailed the pride of Baltimore all over the world. People come aboard and they're so surprised. They're like, oh, do you ever sail this? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know, we sure do. Such a fast and able ship. I mean, she's an absolute delight to sail. People like Joanne Ackman are free to enjoy deck tours of the tall ship schooner all weekend long. The history is amazing and how how nicely it's renovated. It's amazing that it actually floats and yeah. sails. To learn more about the Pride of Baltimore, head to WTOP.com. Luke Luker, WTOP News. And you can visit it tomorrow between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. and also 4 to 6. And still ahead, Arlington says goodbye to a beloved civic servant. It's 9.07. Is your bathtub not working for you anymore? Long can help. I'm Katie from Long Baths. A beautiful walk-in shower not only modernizes your outdated bath, but provides beauty for years to come. We'll take out the old and bring in the new, complete with your custom choices. And we always clean up when we leave. Expert installation to easy financing, Long does it all. Get your free estimate today.
Did you hear the news? There's a new team in town, DC News Now, your new local TV station. We've got more reporters in the field than anyone else and four locations throughout the DMV covering all the news that impacts you. We have late news. That's not too late. Join me, the Smeen Mafus, for DC News Now at 9. Mornings, evenings, and late news, that's not too late. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings. We'll yeah. see you there. It's 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. We've got a Steve Dresner now in the traffic center. At the Maryland District Line, Clara Barton Parkway, we are seeing some traffic moving in each direction through our traffic cameras. Earlier, both directions had been shut down, but we are seeing a scattered uh, traffic pattern, if you will. Both directions on the Claire Barton Parkway with no delays. In the district, traffic still moving slowly eastbound on the freeway near 11th Street. Multi-vehicle accident at last report blocking the left lane delays on the eastbound side back down to the area of Main Avenue. DC 295 delays have basically gone away with no issues to report over on I-295. Maryland, Montgomery County, outer loop of the Capitol Beltway before George Avenue. Crash now contained to the right shoulder right by Holy Cross Hospital. Travel lanes basically open. We are still uh, backed up to the area of New Hampshire Avenue. Quiet in both directions on the Beltway over in Prince George's County. No major issues we can find currently on 95 or the BW Parkway between the two Beltways. Traffic moving nicely on 270 and on Route 50 at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. We just had a pattern change. Westbound span closed for overnight road work. We do have a two-way pattern currently in effect over the eastbound span. In Virginia, still dealing with the crash southbound 95 after the Lorton exit. Single right lane gets you by and backed up eastbound 66 approaching the Beltway where ongoing crash activity occupies the right side of the roadway. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Steve, thank you. Now let's get your Storm Team 4 four-day forecast. Here's nbc 4 Samara Theodore. Well, it's been a beautiful day thus far. Very mild out there. Tonight, temperatures fall into the mid-40s, low 50s. We're partly cloudy, dry nonetheless, but you will notice more clouds building. Sunday, high temperatures will peak in the mid-60s. Sunday, we have a chance for showers, mainly along I-95 and east. Not a ton of heavy rain, but enough to impact your Sunday afternoon and evening. By Monday, we're mostly sunny. Highs on Monday in the low 70s. Clouds build back in on Tuesday with high temperatures on Tuesday in the low 70s as well. Partly sunny conditions, dry nonetheless. Wednesday, we are partly sunny with highs in the low to mid 70s. So the warming trend really carries through midweek. By Thursday, we're sunny again, highs in the upper 60s, low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Samara, thank you. Right now, 49 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 59 at Silver Spring, and 59 degrees downtown at Foggy Bottom, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on your Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. This is WTOP News. A funeral was held today for a prominent Arlington County man shot and killed while on vacation earlier this month. It was a sad farewell for Kent Carter, a realtor and vice president of the NAACP's Arlington branch, who police say was the victim of gang activity on Turks and Caicos, where he was vacationing, celebrating his 40th birthday. One of those remembering him fondly at his funeral at Mount Olive Baptist Church was his friend, Chris Brown. He was a CEO. He was a brother. He was a protector, a leader, a Masonic brother, a motivator. He had confidence, empathetic, consummate professional. 
and somebody will always remember and miss. Carter was also an Army veteran who served in Afghanistan. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Police in Turks and Quesos have arrested a man in connection with Kent Carter's October 2nd killing. Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin causing quite a stir on Twitter, saying Virginia would not adhere to CDC mandates requiring kids to get the COVID vaccine. Those mandates don't exist. Youngkin's statement created a good amount of confusion as the CDC doesn't have the authority to mandate vaccines for states. So what was Youngkin referring to? He seemed to be responding to a CDC advisory committee which urged the CDC to add COVID shots to the list of vaccinations that are recommended for kids and adults nationwide. The only way such a mandate could potentially exist in Virginia would be if state lawmakers passed a bill requiring the COVID vaccine for kids in school. Both Youngkin and the state's Republican House Speaker Todd Gilbert have said they would vigorously oppose that if it happened. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Rusty the Panda has died was 10 years old. I'm here in Adams Morgan. I'm armed with a picture of Rusty the Panda. Let's see who remembers his great escape of 2013. Do you know who this is? <laughs> this animal. Let's just say things didn't start off too well. Um, that is the fox squirrel. This uh, looks like uh, some kind of fat raccoon. Just when I thought the former escapee's tail was all but forgotten. You little guy escaped from the zoo, I believe. Yeah, you got it. Rusty the Panda. Sure, Rusty. didn't remember his name. Do you recall the big search that happened here? <laughs> I oh, do. someone does. I do. I mean, everybody likes the idea of a jailbreaker. It's just too bad the little guy couldn't tell us about his great adventure. In Adams Morgan, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Again, Rusty was 10. Sports is next. Stay with us. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. For centuries, they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. A constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC and for three generations has offered them to you. When you're thinking world-class diamonds, visit Mervis Diamond Importers. You'll be impressed at the amazing beauty of our incredible collection. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis means more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Mervis is the ringleader for the latest engagement rings and wedding bands. Easy financing is available. For an appointment, go to MervisDiamond.com or call 800-HER-LOVE. That's MervisDiamond.com or 800-HER-LOVE. It's 914. Here's Gingy Lindsay, Director of Public Health at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, joined WTOP on a discussion on transforming health care. Public health uh, tends to focus on populations, while healthcare delivery is largely focused on the individual. You go in to see your doctor, you get a treatment plan that is tailored to your needs. And the other is the emphasis. I think while healthcare focuses on diagnosis and treatment, um, public health is really looking at prevention and wellness promotion. The great thing about both of these is that when they work together, um, they're complementary and everyone can, can benefit. And so it's really exciting to see um, other people in the industry like banking institutions and educational instit institutions really take on their role. And how are we creating, again, more opportunity for people to, to really be healthy and really thrive in our society? Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 9.15, here's Frank Anrahan. Well, the Capitals were down two zip at the start of the third period, and we said they got to wake up. Well, they did. They scored three unanswered goals to take a 3-2 lead, but the Kings just answered. So now tied up 3-3 with uh, about eight minutes left in regulation down at Capital One Arena. Dowd got the score to cut it to uh, 2-1. to The John Carlson even things up at 2-2. Lars Eller with the go-ahead goal, but again, the Kings just tied things up at 3-3. They play this one in the third period. Maryland homecoming was a success as they knocked off the uh, Northwestern Wildcats 31-24 in College Park as Roman Henby rushes for 179 yards, three touchdowns on the day, including the go-ahead 75-yard scamper with 3.22 left. The Terps are eligible for head coach Mike Loxley. 6-2, something for our team to be really proud of, uh, becoming bowl eligible. You know, this team and fan, be, fan base should be really proud of being able to get that accomplished. And what it does now is it earns us an opportunity every week uh, to take the next step and, and the opportunities get better and better. Navy loses to Houston 38-20. Howard on homecoming beats Dell State 35-17. Georgetown falls to Colgate 34-24. James Madison loses to Marshall 26-12. Houston takes a commanding three-zip lead over the Yankees ALCS. Astros beating the Yankees five-zip. New York manages three hits. They go for the uh, sweep and a trip to the World Series with a win tomorrow. Bottom three right now, NLCS Padres 4-3 lead over the Phillies in Philadelphia. I'm Frank Handrahan, WTOB Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP, a federal appeals court temporarily blocking President Biden's plan to cancel billions of dollars in federal student loan debt. That throws the program into limbo just days after people began applying for loan forgiveness. The president also says he's running for re-election in 2024, did so in an exclusive interview with MSNBC. Says he hasn't made a formal decision yet, but plans to run. Hundreds of thousands of people in Ukraine dealing with power outages and gunfire Russia has stepped up its strikes on power stations, water supplies, and other key infrastructure. Stay with WTOP for more on all these stories coming up in just moments. It's 917. The Whitman Walker Foundation raising more than a half million dollars with a charitable event in Southeast today. The 36th annual 5K Walk to End HIV was held at the Max Robinson Center and continues their mission to end HIV in the district. Executive Director Abby Fenton says the money will help support a new building on the St. Elizabeth's campus. This is something that Whitman Walker has dreamed of for years. We always wanted to expand our footprint over in Southeast and do something. And we're so excited that now we can be on St. Elizabeth's campus we can bring uh, care to 10,000 more patients a year. The new facility will have what she calls wraparound care. We're doing research out of the new facility. We'll have mammography and x-ray. So we hope to be a one-stop shop for folks. Meteorologist Chuck Bell from our news partner NBC4 was one of the co-hosts of the event. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. 918. Traffic and weather together on the 8th. Go to Steve Dresner in the traffic center. In the district, still very slow on the eastbound side of the freeway approaching 11th Street. Crash currently blocking the left lane with delays back to the area of Main Avenue. Westbound freeway looks pretty good, actually. No incidents to report. And traffic in good shape on DC 295 and I-295. No current delays through the 3rd Street Tunnel. In Maryland, new crash involving a pedestrian. Montgomery County, Gaithersburg area. We do have Mid-County Highway closed in both directions. Right near Shady Grove Road and Shady Grove Middle School. Again, due to pretty serious crash involving a pedestrian, try to avoid this area for a bit. Otherwise, in Maryland, Montgomery County, the crash on the outer loop right near George Avenue and Holy Cross Hospital. 
clear. Travel lanes are open. Minor delays back to the Erie University Boulevard. All clear on the Beltway, both directions over in Prince George's County at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Westbound span closed for overnight road work. We do have a two-way traffic pattern set up over the eastbound span. At the Maryland District Line, clear Barton Parkway. Looks like crash activity basically cleared. We are seeing traffic moving in both directions along the inbound and outbound lanes. In Virginia, southbound 95 still remains slow after the Lorton exit. Single right lane does get you by that crash, but eastbound 66 before the Beltway, that crash cleared. All travel lanes are open with minor delays. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Steve, thank you. Now let's get the rest of your weekend forecast. Here's NBC4, Samara Theodore. If you plan on spending a night out on the town, it'll be cool. Temperatures falling into the 40s overnight. Still quiet and dry, partly cloudy. You will notice more clouds building in. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with rain chances moving back into the region. At this point, it looks mainly along I-95 and east. Light rain, moderate at times, and that would occur in the afternoon and evening hours. Drying out Sunday night. Plenty of sunshine on Monday with highs in the upper 60s. So for your Sunday, we're in the mid-60s. By Monday, we're in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samaria Theodore. 61 degrees right now in Annapolis. It is 50 in Leesburg, 47 in Bowie. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And still ahead, an apology and an arrest involving an attack on a Metro bus. It's 921. I had life-threatening bleeding in my brain. But thanks to the virtual reality technology at GW Hospital, my surgeons were able to look inside my brain and plan for a successful surgery. It's remarkable that I woke up and ran five miles this morning. I would tell GW Hospital, thank you for giving me new life. From routine care to life-saving emergencies, we're here for you. The George Washington University Hospital. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 922. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Good evening, it's 923. This is WTOP News. Two men have been arrested on charges of assaulting a woman and pushing her off a Metro bus 
in D.C. earlier this week. Video helped police identify and arrest 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of Southeast D.C. and 35-year-old Terry Barnes of North Carolina. The video from Monday afternoon shows Kyla Thurston being assaulted and forcefully shoved off the W4 Metro bus. She says she told a group of people to stop cursing around a mother and her children, and that's when they began to attack her. Metro also determined that one of its drivers failed to respond correctly to the attack. Metro GM Randy Clark says he personally called Thurston to apologize. Police say they are trying to identify six more people that attacked her. Luke Luger, WTOP News. College enrollments are down once again this year, but the decline doesn't seem to be universal. Morgan State University in Baltimore has seen record-breaking enrollment numbers for the second year in a row. The historically black university has an all-time high of 9,100 students enrolled this fall and appears to be on track for reaching its goal of attracting 10,000 students by 2030. Other HBCUs are seeing a bump in enrollment as well, according to the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center. In contrast, the center found a 1.1% drop in undergraduate student enrollment overall. The slide in the number of students attending colleges has slowed since 2020, when there was a drop of 3.4%, according to the report. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Cemeteries are pretty popular this time of year, but there's one in D.C. that is worth visiting year-round. It really is a living museum of Washington, D.C. Paul Williams is superintendent of the Oak Hill Cemetery, where 20,000 people have been laid to rest on 22 acres. Once you start walking around back there, I tell everyone to get lost on purpose. Williams tells the DMV Download podcast the cemetery is full of notable D.C. area names like Corcoran, Linthicum, Van Ness. One particular gravestone is a favorite of his because of its funny inscription. It says, we finally found a place to park in Georgetown. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Money news at 25 and 55 on TOP. Here's Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The convention center industry is recovering from the pandemic with kids sports helping to boost business. Bloomberg reporter Hadriana Lohenkron says the venues have benefited financially. Tournaments for sports from basketball to volleyball to cheerleading did generate about $285 million of revenue for convention centers this year up from $226 million last year and just pointing to a potential market for these convention centers. And that has been backed by the convention centers themselves as well as a lot of youth club personalities. Lohenkron adds that the arrival of COVID-19 sent families in search of options for their student athletes. In addition to the cutbacks that a lot of public schools have been seeing in terms of their sports programs, leading travel teams and private clubs to really organize athletic activities outside. The convention industry is rebounding from the coronavirus faster than the 2008 financial crisis when it took the sector a decade to fully bounce back. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. And coming up after traffic and weather together on the 8th, President Biden makes it quasi-official. He's running. 926. Moments. These around us. Intersecting. Every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending. A singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. WTOP is a proud sponsor of the Marine Corps Marathon. Limited entries are still available for the MCM 10K. Take the 6.2-mile scenic route from the National Mall to the U.S.